Hello and welcome to Ergo Awesome. Now, um, we're back for a second episode. I have dragged my co-host Callum back. Metaphorically. Metaphorically. He's all, he's the quiet type normally, as you could tell by him not speaking. Anyway, you listen to working back for a second episode. We don't actually know if any of you finished the first episode. But we hope you do. I mean, especially the broken version, because, I mean, that's especially some dedication if you listen to 26 minutes of silence. Before we'd even done anything apart from an awesome intro. Anyway. Still still don't know how that happened, actually. Still don't know. I know that. I think that's only to do with the way I encoded it. But, uh, I'll, I'm encoding it a different way this time, so. Yeah, back yeah. by popular demand. By popular Wait. demand, we mean how many pages have we had, Cal? Uh, 13. Thirteen! Yeah. I don't even know if we make any lists yet. <laughs> anyway. Thir th Thirteen in um, four days. It's not bad. No. no. I, I, I was working out that if... Yeah, I was working out that if we keep at the exact same rate, we will have a million page views in... about 912 years. <laughs> Yoke's got a million. Anyway, that is a different topic, and uh, off-topic from tonight's show, on which we will be discussing Red Dead Redemption Game of the Year, Batman Arkham City, Dungeon Defenders, WoW's new pet, rumours of a new Xbox, and discussing pre-ordering bonuses, whether they're good or not, as well as limited editions. So, let's just dive right in. Red Dead Redemption Game of the Year is just coming out. Now, we both played a lot of this, and we both played Undead Nightmare, again, a lot. So, why don't you just uh, talk a little bit about Red Dead, Cal? Uh, yeah, I really loved Red Dead Redemption. It has, uh, had a great single player, and a really open multiplayer as well. And Undead Nightmare, which was the sort of zombie apocalypse DLC released for it. Every, uh, every was... good game should have a zombie apocalypse at some point. Just throwing yeah, it out there. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I was preparing for the zombie apocalypse that still hasn't come, per se in Minecraft uh, a long time ago, but By no, time uh, ago, Undead Nightmare year. I think was one of the best value DLCs that I've ever seen. Well that'd be because it is actually effectively a proper expansion, which we don't see enough of anymore. You know? Yeah, I mean a lot of DLCs are just maybe add a few more hours of gameplay. Or but... horse armor. <laughs> or mud crab armor. The day will come and we shall all weep, for so that's the day they sell out. <laughs> Although I would buy it just for the all, just for the banter of mud crab armor. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, Undead Nightmare added a pretty much a whole other single player as well as a couple of new multiplayer modes. Yeah, I'd say uh, just anyone who's thinking about getting Red Dead, wait, get Game of the Year edition. You get you get a lot of um, DLC, one nice package, and really good value for money. Yeah, I mean, they had, they had quite a number of DLCs for Red Dead Redemption. Quite a few of them were free, which was good. Yeah, and, I mean, it's it, you get a lot of value for money in that package. Similar uh, similar to uh, Dragon Age, the original, the good one, you know. Because um, they had a, a proper expansion as well, Awakening. Uh, yeah, but there. that's like £30 on the store. Yeah, but it's a proper... It's actually like 30 hours long, which, even, which whilst, yes, shorter than the original it's still pretty good value for money i mean you don't get pound an hour actually yeah. i was working out the other day um, 
I've, How about... I've, I've, in terms of... On Demon Souls, which I haven't been playing recently because of Dark Souls, obviously, but obviously. I'm now paying about 14 pence an hour. Sounds like my internet. But, uh, yeah. But anyway. That's where I did for you. Uh, so, coming up, we have Batman Arkham City. Now, this game looks to be really awesome. It's building a lot of the systems from <coughs> from Asylum. Uh, now, one of the big pieces of news I've heard is that they're actually going, they're thinking about removing detective mode. And not properly removing it, but making it so you won't, it's worse for you to stay in detective mode all the time. Because there was a lot of people who played throughout the entire game in detective mode, wasn't there? Yeah, I mean, there wasn't particularly much reason to come out of it. And I thought, although it tried to, uh, I thought Arkham Asylum was a really enjoyable game and possibly the best superhero game I've ever played. But, I mean, detective mode, uh, they tried to do some sort of forensics following trails and things, but you could just stay in a detective mode and effectively just look around and you'd find the answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, you said best super game, hero game, how about uh, Infamous? Well, I mean, Infamous is, well, necessarily not a superhero game, depending <coughs> on how you play it. Super but... villain for the win. <laughs> Sorry, I have to I mean, say I that prefer uh, Batman, uh, it just depends on personal taste, really, but... Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, so, yeah, well, that is a bit of news for you. That is uh, interesting. Also, and here's something which actually angers me. They've already got DLC planned for week one. It's actually coming out before the PC release. And, I don't know, if you're buying a game, surely the developer should give you everything that they've come up with thus far. Like, uh, the same thing happened with Bioshock 2. They had DLC already in the game, like, on the disc. Which you had to just download. Yeah, I remember hearing uh, some people were annoyed when they downloaded DLC for Resident Evil 5, and the download was tens of kilobytes because it was just an activation code for the DLC that was already on the disc. I know. And it pisses me off when developers do it because if I buy a game on day one, I expect to get everything from uh, that has been released from that game at that point. I mean, uh, Dragon Age, just go back to that, did this really well. It had hundreds of hours of gameplay, and it did because the developers hadn't wasted any time trying to make extras, you know? They'd given all their effort, and they'd given us the best product they could for the release date, and I like that a lot more than um, what they're doing here. Yeah, I mean, it can be annoying, but I suppose they're trying to just make as much money as they can. Yeah. Like, Space Marine also had... Uh, early DLC, like, plan, pre-planned DLC for the co-op mode, but at least that was free, and it was done due to time constraints. I'd say I'd never want to particularly <coughs> complain about any free DLC. I think it's great. Yeah, I mean, again, like I said, I'd rather they push the release date back a bit and um, give us everything than just waste time. And, so not waste time, then bring it forward and give us an, a bad product, a buggy one unfinished one. But uh, it's personal preference. One good thing though about this DLC is it is just, uh, I think it's Robin and Nightwing character skins and you know, if I'm buying this game I'm not going to be too pissed about uh, not being able to play as those two. So I don't mind so much like aesthetic stuff. Uh, what annoys me though is content. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I 
have been tempted a couple of times, but I always try and refrain from spending money on something that just changes the way something looks in a game. Yes. I, 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 I had to stop myself from purchasing the cloud from Final Fantasy VII Avatar for 20 pence. <laughs> well, you know, that that is your favourite game of all time, isn't it? Um, I don't know. If you if you asked me to choose between Eco, Shadow of the Colossus, Final Fantasy VII, and Demon Souls, I'd probably just run away and cry. Your head would explode. But yeah, but uh, moving on from Arkham City, Dungeon Defenders. Now I know you don't know much about this. We're talking about it before the show, but just summarize. They. What's happening is, if you pre-ordered it from anywhere bar Steam, you're getting an inferior copy, basically. Steam just sort of walked in there and said that you're, um, you get it from Steam, you'll get bonuses. Now, that pisses me off, because where I sort of bought this game, right, if I had bought this game on, say, Gamers Gate, because I know they're, uh, I'm pretty sure they're doing a uh, pre-order bonus for, as well, <coughs> And then I find out Steam is coming out with a better version. I mean, I've already paid, so I'm not... And, um, say Steam's not my retailer of choice. Which it is, by the way. Uh, but just saying it wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, it would piss me off, you know? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, that's always going to be annoying if you feel like... You're being screwed over, basically, yeah. from su for supporting the game as well. Because this has just come out a week before the game's release. It's not like they've had this... It's not like you had this option for quite a while. It's just... It's right before. And it's great for the developers. They're going to make a lot of money for this. Uh, but... I don't know. Should developers really be trying to, like... Do something like this just for the money? Well, I mean, I've seen it's a fairly recent trend, but rather than being competitive on pricing, different vendors are offering di different bonuses for purchasing it from them. Well, apart from, um, like, Tesco's insane sprays over here, right there, you can buy new cards for £20 on day of release. Well, that might be a slight exaggeration, but, I mean... No, that's if, not an exaggeration. You really can. If I, It makes sense if you sell it, even if you're selling it for a slight loss which they probably weren't anyway. But even if you're only making a tiny profit, uh, it w it might mean that you take a va the vast majority of the business away from other retailers. Well, the plan, I think really the plan of Tesco and Sainsbury is, for the most part, the Call of Duty series is played by 12-year-olds, so they're going to get their mother or father to go and buy this game for them, and they'll do the shopping at the same time, so... I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, I think Sainsbury's had an offer when Black Ops came out that you could get it for £30 if you spent £30 on shopping while you were there. I'm pretty there. sure it's £20 just straight up for uh, Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, but I think they, there were other retailers where... I think Tesco was doing another deal, so they didn't want, just want to have a straight low price. Yeah, but... Uh... We've gone off topic, and this neither of these have been topics which either of us are too interested in. I mean, we're both kind of interested in Arkham City, but let's go on to something which is closer to my heart. The new pet in World of Warcraft, which you can buy with real money, 
and selling the auction house for gold. Now, effectively, this is legalizing gold selling. And uh, they're doing the same thing with Diablo, where you can literally buy anything for real money or gold. So, it's obviously a trend with Blizzard, but this is just terrible, because they've spent so many years prosecuting people for doing this, and now they're just making it so easy to do. I don't know. What's your yeah. thoughts? Well, I mean, people are going to do it anyway, so I suppose they're just making it simpler to do it. <laughs> well, they're making it so they get the profits. I mean... Here's the thing, using mega alchemy stuff, you can transform Diablo gold into World of Warcraft gold. What you do is you use, like, your Diablo gold to make money, which you store on the Blizzard server, which you then use to buy World of Warcraft pets and sell them to people. It's internet alchemy. Internet alchemy, I know. Blizzard's just making everything so complicated. Well, I mean, Blizzard just could, could just make it that they, they do all the gold farming. Except rather than getting people to farm gold, they could just <coughs> give the people gold for money. It ruins all the fun. <laughs> no, um, no, um, what Plus, hundreds me... of thousands of Chinese people would lose their jobs. I know. But what annoys me about this is that um, if I'm playing an MMO, I don't want to be able to buy power. By which I mean I don't want to be able to spend a little money and be more powerful than people who've actually played really hard but have don't want to waste money. Generally, because I'm the guy who works really hard to get the good gear rather than wastes money on it. But um, well, just allowing someone to go up buy gold effectively it ruins sort of the economy of the game. What's your thought? Well... I suppose you could say that, but I mean, this kind of thing was happening anyway, and has been happening for some time. It was happening, but the gold was being achieved using in-game methods, really, for the other people. I, it was illegal, and that's the thing that annoys me most. Blizzard wasn't happy about it. Blizzard was actually, like, attacking people, and was prosecuting people for doing this. It's not like in uh, EVE Online, where... Um, actually, I, I've heard of these guys who don't even play EVE Online, but they manipulate the economy and stuff, because it's just such a ridiculous game. Do you know much about EVE Online, Callum? Only what you've told me. Well, basically, it's, it's the most intense game community in any game ever. And coming from the Dark Souls, Demon Souls community, which is pretty fucking hardcore... I'm saying a lot. Uh, these just learned, just earned an explicit rating. <laughs> oh no! I think I think we can have one or two cusses. I think that's how you say it. Swear words, anyway. I think we can have one or two. No, we're fine. But uh, yeah, Eve Online. They had this. They had a very similar scandal actually recently, where you could buy a monocle or other stuff uh, for real money, which you could sell to buy in-game time or in-game money to other players and again this angered a lot of people not as much as the Blizzard thing because EVE is very dedicated very hardcore but um, still anyway uh, this topic is clearly going nowhere so let's move on to rumours about the new Xbox yay I think that's what all our fans, or all our fan, was saying. But, um, yeah. So, Microsoft has been hiring people whose resumes suggest that they are going to be working on a new Xbox. 
Now, we, we've all known that uh, with the Wii U, this console generation was coming to the end of its days. And with the, growing, the growth of 3D, just like we were saying last week, it does seem likely that uh, the big ones are going to be updating their consoles. So, uh, do you think we could see anything from Sony soon? Well, I'd imagine they'd announce something next year's E3, or possibly before then, I think. Yeah. It could be expected for release in 2013, maybe? Yeah, I'm hoping it's not too soon. I like, I like the PS3, and the PS3 does have a lot more power behind it than the other two. Uh, the Blu-ray discs and 3D already being available does mean it may be able to stay on to the next generation. Certainly poses more of a threat to the next gen than... Um, Would I be right in thinking that for some games on the Xbox you need multiple discs? You, you would be right. I believe I believe you told me about Fallout 3 Game of the Year edition. You could you had to get the um you had to get all the DLC and stuff on a separate disc to the actual game because it was too large. Yeah, I mean, I suppose it probably drives the cost of the console down, which is part of the reason that it's sold more, but No, it's at, I've looked at the world figures and uh, outside of the US, PS3 beats it. Pretty much exclusively. I think in Britain it's fairly even. But uh, overall. But uh, I think that's just the last time I, I had multiple discs for a game was on PlayStation 1. Yeah, well, to be fair, PS2 was. Again, Sony really does do the best with tech for games. For the uh, console series. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I'm a bit. I wouldn't. I, I'm not a complete fanboy. I'm just kind of a. Uh, probably pro Sony, uh, slightly pro Nintendo, and slightly against Microsoft. But I mean, I'm not going to be. I'll I'll be slightly biased whatever they show, but I'll keep a slightly open mind about about it. Talk about Microsoft, actually, they're releasing a new operating system, Windows 8. And since Microsoft pretty much is a monopoly on the uh, operating system market, for at least for gamers, uh, well, what do you think of this? Actually, I should tell you a bit about the operating system, really, than just they're releasing a new one. Um, basically, you've just... You've just um sort of thrown that upon me. Um, yeah, well, well, um, I'll, I'll well tell you I think, I think 8 uh, is, me, is, me, is me, a good me, improvement. Me, me, me. It is a bigger number than 7. <laughs> that is definitely... So advantage. so that's that's good to start with. Um, I'm, sure they'll be, I'm sure it'll be shiny. Well, uh, I mean, uh, they, they, they have to try and catch up because I, I have to say Apple is quite far ahead in the shiny factor. It is very shiny. Yeah. And Linux, let's not forget Linux. Like everyone else has. <laughs> well, we all have Linux on our Playstations. We all do. Anyway, uh, no, I was going to say, it basically looks like the um, Windows Windows 7 phone. It looks very similar to the Windows Phone operating system. It's clearly designed for touch screen. I, I won't be upgrading. Uh, what about yourself? If you, it, I know you're thinking about upgrading your computer at some point. Would you be thinking about Windows 8? Or... I mean, presumably, you have to expect <laughs> that being Microsoft and all, Windows 8 will not eventually be a, 
eventually supersedes Windows 7. Because, I mean, um, you're either... Because, I mean, as far as things go, it's basically... Vista! You've either got... <laughs> shut Shush. <laughs> we don't speak about that. But you basically either you're up to date and you've got Windows 7, or you're using a slightly older computer and you've got some version of XP. One or two people have Vista. Yeah, and... You can't that, that's the number. If you want well, to speak to them, though, you have to do it IRL because they can't get on Skype because their computer's crashing. Well, so your computer's crashing and mine's multitasking, does all my work without me even asking. The motto of Windows 7 versus it, Vista. <laughs> ah. Uh, joking about Vista. It. Welcome to 2007. You're listening to Ergo Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Today. Vista. We just had this crazy idea whereby you record people talking and then you put it on iTunes and people download it to these newfangled iPod things. We had this crazy idea. We call it iTunes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we're just brand new with this instead of being like four years late. Like, actually about, ten, about seven or so years late, to be honest. Well, I was talking about just podcasting in general. Podcasting in general. Yeah, to go. We're talking, now we're going to, now you're watching the History Channel of the Internet. Welcome to the weekly podcast history show. Yes. I am your host, um, History Podcast Master 45. Anyway, I've used this joke too much now. Anyway, that's it for part one. Stay tuned for part two.